Hey guys, <laughs> I'm back, sort of. Uh, welcome to Third Life Crisis with me, Nicole Zahn, and it's been a while. I don't want to consider this like an official episode because this is literally just a life update. Uh, from the last time we've spoke, it was back when I was in England with my sister-in-law talking about pressures of being 30 and life pressures in general. Uh, since then, well, actually, in that conversation, I told you guys that I fell the first night that I got to England. Well, that fall ended up turning into some kind of freak accident. Uh, I was completely fine for the whole time I was in England, flew to Amsterdam, everything was fine. Like, I had a scab on both knees, but the right scab was like, starting to open up, I guess, or it it never healed. And like my pants were sticking to it. It was really disgusting, really gross. But I was fine. And then I flew back to New York, uh, fine that Sunday, went to work on Monday. Tuesday, I wake up and I'm in pain. It's not super bad pain, but I'm in pain and my knee is red and it feels hot. Cut to like two hours later, I'm at work. I'm working by myself that day because I was supposed to fly to Columbia on Thursday uh, for my best friend's wedding. And the pain is getting worse. I take a Tylenol, try to see if that passes through. No, it's just getting worse. My knee is swelling up and I can barely walk. I call my mom crying and I'm like, listen, I can't go to the next client. I'm going to drive home. Something is wrong with my knee. I drive home in the worst pain ever. I literally just played a song on repeat and kept singing the song just to get my mind distracted off the pain. I get home. I can barely get out of the car without like screaming. And then I have to walk up these three flights of stairs, not flights, uh, three steps <laughs> to get into the actual house. And that was one of the worst pains that I've felt. Uh, my cat got super scared as soon as I walked into the, the house because I'm screaming. I get into my room. I take another Tylenol and I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait 30 minutes. And if the pain doesn't get better, I'm going to the hospital cut to 15 minutes later and the pain is getting worse and worse and worse. I call my neighbors, go to the emergency room and boom. The first doctor that sees it says, you need surgery that looks septic. In my head, I'm freaking out and I'm thinking they're going to have to cut my leg off. I'm all like, the worst part is my husband is at work and during work he can't have his phone because he's in the prison system. So like I, I can text him and let him know, hey, I'm in the emergency room, but it's not like he's going to respond and he's going to see it hours later. So I text my one of my friends to text him and I also text his sister, Amy, <laughs> to let her know that I'm in the hospital and like I'm not telling them that my leg might be cut off, but I'm telling them I'm really, really sick and to let Kyle know. Uh, that because also my phone's about to die. So 
uh, cut to hours later, Kyle finally gets to talk to me and I'm crying. I'm like, are you going to leave me? Cause I think I might get my leg cut off. And he's the sweetest thing. He's like, no, what's <laughs> it's just a leg. <laughs> His words exactly is it's just one leg, <laughs> which is very sweet. But, um, they ended up like trying to get the infection out with like these two q-tips they decided against the surgery and in my head i'm already like what the fuck this isn't gonna cure it like i need the surgery i knew it they try to get a little bit of the infection out it was gross not not a lot came out really it was fucking disgusting but not a lot came out they send me back home oh and i ask <laughs> this might be a stupid question but can i fly out to uh columbia on Thursday, this is a Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, really. Can I fly out to Columbia tomorrow because I have my best friend's wedding? I can't miss it. Like, what is my best solution? And they said, yeah, I can fly. I just need to keep this brace and not bend my knee. What? How are you going to let me fly? My knee is clearly still infected. Like, oh God, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with their heads, but whatever. I get home and I'm okay for the first like two hours. Then the pain starts coming back and it's getting worse. And meanwhile, my mom comes home from work and I'm like, okay, I need a shower. I need to shave at least my left leg because that leg is going to be shown uh, and wash my hair. While my mom's washing my hair, I just feel like I feel like there's liquid in my knee, and I also hear like a not a crack, but like a pop. And I'm like, oh fuck. I think I need to go back to the hospital. We unravel my bandage from my leg and we just see my knee completely red and three times the size. We go to the hospital. I'm in so much pain. The same doctor that like tried to extract the infection by Q-tips passes by me. She goes, why are you back? And I go, look at my knee. It's, I clearly need surgery. She looks at it and she's like, oh my God, yes. The only problem is now they have to do this thing called um, a tap. And they did it on Tuesday night. And it's the worst pain because it's this huge fucking needle. I want to say it's like, maybe like four inches, not to exaggerate, like four inches long. And it's a wide needle. It's a thick needle. They have to put that in the wound to like extract fluid from the wound and like to see if the infection got to my joints. They did it on Tuesday night. It was so painful. Like I bit on my blanket because they, they, you can't have any anesthesia on it because they need like the pure fluid. They tell me that they have to do that again. Um, I was, <laughs> I couldn't even explain it to you. And this time my mom was with me in the emergency room. The first time I was alone because both of my parents were uh, working that day. So this time my mom's with me and I told her about this and I go, they have to do it again. I'm going to scream. Don't get scared. It's, it's just really, really painful. 
they do it. And I'm telling you, the pain was, I think that was the most painful thing I've ever been through. A hundred percent. I grabbed onto my blanket. I begged the doctor, please no more, please no more, please no more. Because not only do they have to stab it through the wound, but they have to move within your body to get the fluid. And they couldn't get any fluid the first time. And they had to do it again. And I'm crying at this point. And they're like, okay, we're going to give you a little morphine and hopefully that helps. My mom's about to punch the doctor in the face. Like I, I kept apologizing too. I kept saying so sorry to the doctors. It was obviously that's their job. And they went to school for that. They know what's best for me. They have to get it. I understand. It's just fucking painful. <laughs> um, they do it again. And I I tried to last as long as I could, but I, I just couldn't. And they get out and they're like, okay, we can't get any fluid. We need to go and uh, we need to go to the operation room. They asked me when the last time I ate was. And unfortunately, it was at 8 p.m. Because me, I was thinking, yeah, I got to eat dinner and I'm going to Columbia. I didn't expect to be back in the emergency room. So they had to wait at least 12 hours before they can operate on me. Uh, So I'm stuck in the hallway in the emergency room, you know, just waiting. The night nurses were amazing. They, you know, filled me up with morphine. I was in pain, but it wasn't unbearable. And then they switched from the night to the day nurses. The day nurse, horrible, barely paid attention to me. Uh, I was supposed to get another round of morphine and two hours goes by and someone hits my bed and obviously like the motion causes my knee to bend and I scream from the pain. Finally, the doctor comes over and she sees me like crying, hyperventilating. She goes, what's wrong? Did you get your morphine? And I said, no. And someone just hit my bed. Like this is really painful. The nurse got reprimanded, thank God, because she – Like I also had to go to the bathroom and I couldn't get out of the bed by myself because one, I was hooked up to IVs and two, um, I couldn't bend my knee. So I need someone to kind of be a crutch and help me like get on the toilet. It's embarrassing, but to get on the toilet and obviously like get back up and pull my pants up, whatever. Um, Long story short, I got the surgery they got the infection out. And as soon as I woke up, I felt so much better. I was like night and day. The only problem was like, obviously the surgery wound. That was the only like painful part. But other than that, I felt so much better. Oh my God. Thank God, like the worst was over. Now it's just a waiting game because obviously they didn't know what infection I had in my knee. And apparently it was like two types of infection. So I was stuck in the hospital. Um, it sucked because on Saturday morning, obviously, like we were supposed to get ready for Christian and Emily's wedding. And I was crying. I think I had it in my head that I was going to go home that day. But the doctors came in that morning and were like, you're not going home. We still don't know what infection you have. So it was just very emotional. And they gave me a volume, <laughs> but I was crying the whole day. Um, at least I got to see a little bit of the wedding. 
my friends that were there, Stephanie and Beans, were keeping me updated and they were sending me photos and I saw, oh, Emily just looked so beautiful in her dress. I was so happy for her and Christian looked so handsome too. I'm so happy they got married and that their day went so smoothly. I'm super sad that I couldn't be there. My fucking knee. Ugh, horrible. But it was just so nice because it was their day, but they were constantly checking in on me, which that goes to show who your real friends are or who are people that are going to be there for you. And I think that's so important, especially now, like at this age. I feel like you can have a shit ton of friends, but I feel like they're really acquaintances because they're not people that you see. Like they're not people that you'll go and meet for coffee in a sense and catch up. But these people that were reaching out to me are people that would like I would go and catch up with. It, it, I think this whole experience taught me a lot. Like Christian, Emily, Stephanie, Beans, the four of them just kept texting me. And even to like this day, they still text me and they're like, hey, are you okay? What are the updates? Blah, blah, blah. They're so sweet. And also like Maria's been uh, texting me too. And I think it's just, it's very lovely to feel loved. And obviously family too. Um, my sister-in-law has been checking on me. My brother-in-law too, Jason. Love you. <laughs> Love you and Amy. They were like the first people I called after getting out of the surgery room because I couldn't call Kyle. So I, <laughs> I called them and I was so drugged up. And I was like, I feel better. I'm good. <laughs> so I love you guys. And also like... Oh, the sweetest girl, Laura. Thank you, Laura, for reaching out. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but she is Kyle's best friend who's also married to his best friend who's also named Kyle, but we call him Muzza. Uh, super lovely. They reached out. Uh, she even reached out a couple of days after my surgery, just checking in on me. It's, I just feel so loved and I didn't expect that. Like, yeah, I expected it from my family and, you know, some close friends, but um, I didn't expect like his side, Kyle's side to also reach out. And the fact that some of them did just made me feel so, so loved and so appreciated. And I think that that goes to show like, um, at this age, people who do reach out are the people that matter the most and the people that, um, will be in your corner a thousand percent, which is really nice. And also like Stefan has just, what a guy, man. <laughs> I missed his birthday too. And I'm so sad. It was his 30th. I never miss his birthdays. I'm always there. Uh, but it's okay. We'll make it up at brunch, Stefan. I promise. Um, yeah, like it was just very sweet. Everyone reaching out. Everyone who did reach out, thank you so much. Like Jason and Elena too, texting me and checking in on me. Love you guys. Thank you so much. I love everyone who reached out. But other than that, um, <laughs> that was a side note. I'm back home. Uh, I got home actually, is it two weeks ago? 
yeah, two weeks ago on Sunday. And uh, Monday or Tuesday, my neighbors came over, the neighbors who drove me to the hospital. Uh, little did we know, their little girl had rotavirus. And well, Friday, I got a rude awakening with rotavirus. So on top of my knee problems, uh, I had rotavirus, which included vomiting, diarrhea, fever, chills, stomach cramping, the whole thing. We thought it was just a uh, 24-hour, 48-hour bug. Nope. It lasted a whole eight days. <laughs> so this past Saturday was the first day I could actually keep something down and not throw it up. And now I'm I'm feeling a lot better, guys. Uh, I went to the orthopedics on Tuesday. They told me that this coming up Tuesday, so tomorrow, I get my stitches out. And I've been walking, like, not 100% normally, but uh, I've been bending my knee now. The wound is, I think it's healed. It's all dried up, so it's not like, you know, a bloody mess or anything. Uh, so hopefully I can go back to work as soon as possible, even if it's just doing like light things. But I literally had a month and, well, almost two months off of work and that is not good. <laughs> it's not good for my pocket. So hopefully I'm back at work. And yeah, that's that's basically my life update. I'm feeling better. Sorry I couldn't upload any episodes. I was really planning on uploading some episodes from the party and like giving you updates on everything else. But uh I think that'll be my next up my next uh, episode. I think this weekend I will sit down and write a formal episode to tell you how ASOT was because ASOT was fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, here's my little life update. I'm alive, guys. I didn't lose my leg. The doctors told me I was very lucky if I waited a couple of days or even like a day more, I probably would have gotten fully septic or I would have lost my leg. Uh, they found out the infections. I'm off my antibiotics. I'm fine now. Hopefully tomorrow we'll hear the verdict on when I can go back to work or when I can actually start driving again too. So yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks guys for listening. And I'm so sorry to keep you guys waiting on an episode. I just wasn't feeling good. And I hope you guys can understand. So yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Stay safe. Don't fall like me. Don't be a fucking idiot. Bye-bye.